This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Well, Susie Whaley is the president of the PGA of America, the first woman to hold that position. Her term is nearing its end, but I wanted to have her on. It's a pleasure to welcome Susie Whaley back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Susie? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for saying yes to this. Uh, maybe with the exception of the last six or seven months, um, how quickly did these two years go by? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the last seven months, boy, have been uh, for everyone certainly challenging, but I've really enjoyed the last two years. It's hard to believe I have a week left. When, when you came to the position two years ago, when you, when you, when you get to do something like this, are there goals you want to accomplish? If so, what were they? Did you get them done? Yeah, I think everybody, when they raise their hand to be a leader, certainly has things they have a vision for. Uh, they want to make sure that the associations moving forward, our mission is to really serve our members and to grow the game. And, and that's really your core objective. And, you know, excitingly so, amidst uh, the trials and tribulations of covid the game is up, and that's incredibly exciting for not only our PGA professionals, but the communities in which they serve, where golf is being looked at as an opportunity to get outside, to enjoy each other's company in a, in a socially distant manner. And, and I really applaud our PGA professionals for leading that um, and ensuring golf is a place that people feel great about going to. So, yes, I, I do feel like we've accomplished that, um, and we've accomplished uh, so many more things, but certainly not just uh, because of my tenure, but because of so many people, our staff, our board of directors, of leaders before me who put things in place who are now coming, that's now coming to fruition. So I'm just proud to be part of that team and, and proud to see the game advance. You know, with that, Susie, what, what does that say to you? What does that tell you that the game did indeed grow and is growing through, through all of the challenges we've been through the last seven or eight months? Is that... Is that that people hadn't gotten the message? Is that that people, I mean, how did it happen? Why did it happen? And, and maybe you shouldn't think too much about it. No, we do think a, a lot about it. And, and I do think it's the partnership between all the allied associations uh, that have come together in unison to speak about the game. Our back-to-golf efforts, obviously, uh, aligning with the CDC guidelines were very important to ensure the public understood that we were trying to deliver golf in a responsible manner for not only themselves, but for their family. And, and together, that's what we were able to accomplish. And alongside those back-to-golf guidelines, we were able to speak to you know, legislators in, in local counties and in states and, and explain to them how we were going to deliver the game um, and that we were going to follow their guidelines to do so and that we had experts in the field, our PGA professionals there, I'm committed to that. And what I'm so proud of is their grit and resilience. Our PGA professionals are, are, are working tirelessly to ensure that their communities have a place to find some joy in a very anxious time. And that's something that I'm proud of and something that our PGA professionals are, are truly committed to. You love the game. I love the game. I, I tend to think that if somebody is exposed to the game, it's going to stick. They're going to learn to love it. They've now been exposed to the game. Maybe folks who hadn't been exposed to the game have played it in the last six or seven months. Do you think this sticks, Susie? 
we're going to work really hard to make sure it does. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we all laugh about it a little bit, but, but what I believe as my personal opinion of some of what's occurred is while I'm somebody who still very much wants to shoot a low score and thinks about their score often, um, there are many now who are just enjoying being out. They're enjoying uh, getting a walk in. They're enjoying having the opportunity to play nine holes uh, after work in their home. And so that outcome, that result-based, um, you know, expectation, in my opinion, has come down a little. And, and they're just, yeah, they still want to play well, but if they have a bad hole or two, it's not the end of the world. They get to go back out tomorrow. And that's what we've always tried to convey is we want golf to be fun. Uh, we want you to think about the great shots and come back the next day and enjoy friends and, and the facility and, and your lessons that you take from your PGA professional. And in that manner, people are loving not raking bunkers and, and not having to take the flag stick out. And, you know, we're going to have to adopt some of those things because at the end of the day, um, that's the expectation we've given many who are just starting the game. Um, so as we look to retain those that have either come to the game for a first time or are playing more golf than they ever have as core golfers, we want to just make sure we're delivering the experience in a way that our consumers are enjoying uh, that brings them back. And, and that's what we're committed to doing. And, and our PGA professional are coming. We're coming up with really cool ideas of, of how to engage the consumers and perhaps the traditional 18 holes, but also beyond that, just so that we know they think golf's for them. We're talking with uh, Susie Whaley here on the Augusta Golf Show. You know, as a 62-year-old, Susie, I'm a big fan of the noodle in the hole. I don't have to go all the way. I don't got to go all the way down and get the golf ball. Um, it's so true. I, I, I don't know that the noodle will go away everywhere. <laughs> what, do you, what do you know now that you wish you knew two years ago? Uh, what I know now is, and, I, and I, I don't want to say I didn't know it two years ago, but it's been clearly defined. I think crisis uh, puts things in great quality of what needs to be a priority. And for us, uh, certainly members have always been our priority. But as soon as COVID hit and we understood the shutdown that was occurring within our business and amongst so many other businesses, obviously, was that our members were going to need help. And what we were able to accomplish in a very short period of time for our members made it clear that um, we have the capabilities of doing that. So our Golf Emergency Relief Fund, where not only for our members, but for industry workers, we were able to give $10 million back into the field certainly, certainly made us feel great. And beyond that, that the relationships that we hold within the game and throughout the industry together um, are what really bound us and allowed us to be in the position we're in now where golf is up while our championships disappointingly so could not have fans we were still able to contest them in a manner that inspired people to get on the golf course and play more golf but that wasn't done just because of the PG of america it was done because of our partnerships not only with our corporate uh, partners but with the tour um and the pj tour getting a date on the calendar the lpj tour getting a date on their calendar and those relationships are so critical and so important and stronger than ever uh, after 2020. And, and that's something that we need to continue. You know, I try not to take this for granted that people listen to this program. I, I tend to assume they know it all. 
and they're familiar with everything. But And you've talked about the members and you've talked about the professionals, and they may not be. I say PGA of America, and the casual listener may hear the PGA Championship or the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. But that And that's a part of what you do. But you say professionals, you say members, you just in a Reader's Digest version, the PGA of America is this vast organization around the country of your PGA professionals, right? Yeah, the easiest way to explain it, because it can be confusing, is we have PGA Tour members that are also PGA of America members. Um, but the PGA Tour is what you're seeing each week uh, on television broadcasts or playing golf for a living. Um, the PGA professional, typically, uh, beyond those that are tour members, are those working within the industry. We're a $84 billion industry. Uh, it could include uh, journalists. It could include uh, broadcast teams. Uh, but mostly it's going to, if you think about it, it's really those that are working at the local facility where you play. Um, they're coaching the lessons. They're, they're running the operation. They are the executive manager on site um, for where you love to participate in the game. And uh, we all love to play the game at a very high level as well. Um, but most of us have taken the business side to the game and are catering to the public um, when they want to enjoy their golf. You'll probably hate me saying this, but you're a trailblazer in this game on many fronts. Do trailblazers feel like trailblazers? I think it's always an honor when you're called that, but I would tell you the trailblazers for me are the people who came before me that let me hold this position. Uh, you know, the founders of the LPGA Tour, the ones that made it possible for me to play on tour and to have a career uh, within the game. So I don't know that I can't speak for anybody else, uh, but for me, you know, being the first woman as the president of the PGA of America is an honor, um, but I consider myself a PGA professional first and foremost. But if it gives somebody else uh, the opportunity, if it shows somebody else that they could have a, an image of themselves in that role, then, then, then certainly I'm proud to be called that. She is PGA professional Susie Whaley, uh, president of the PGA of America for a little while longer. Um, Susie, thank you for saying yes to doing this. I deeply appreciate it, uh, and I hope we see each other soon. Me too. My pleasure.